0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Rachel Hannibal is a
1: certified financial education instructor and founder of Missing Peace Financial Group. Rachel became debt-free. Paying off over $150,000 worth of debt. She also saved a year's worth of her income in cash. And her credit score is at 850. Now, you all look at this and you see this and you go, well, oh, my God. But it is one painstaking step at a time. It was not magic. She had to make some sacrifices. And, you know, that's the part I want you to tell people, Rachel, because I don't think they get that part. They think you just got up and paid off $150,000 of debt. When you don't have any money, paying off $150,000 a debt takes some work. So tell them how you did it and how you got your credit score up to 850. Because I think that's the part that people miss when they hear you say that.
0: Yeah, I, the first ground zero was remembering and understanding that I had everything that I needed. Like your mindset controls your assets, right? So I had to shift my mind into a state of gratitude to say, I have everything that I need. And that allowed my mind to say, I live in abundance. I, I have all this extra. What can I do with this extra now? And I think that that was something that, you know, that laid the foundation for everything, right? So now I have extra for my debt. I have extra to save. I have extra for this. Um So everyone should start there. Um Make a list of things you need and and you you'll find that you check off all the things. If not, every single thing on that list. And so now look at everything as extra. Mm-hmm. Create a plan. Know your numbers. Well, how much do you owe? <laughs> how much do you owe total? Mm-hmm. Right. Gather all those things. Like what are the interest rates of each one of those? These uh, Is it credit cards? Is it loans? Is it car payments? What is mortgage? Is it, you know, write them all down. Write down all of our due dates. Mm-hmm. Pay things on time. That's going to be the biggest thing when you're talking about, your your credit score, right? Most people come to me and say, "Coach, hey, I just pay it when I got it." I said, "That ain't the due date." <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm yeah. not in your business, but I know your bill. Don't just say, "Just give it to me when you got it." They can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 a late payment can can you can get you up to ninety points lost. For a late payment, one late payment So we really want to make sure that We're paying our bills on time Set reminders, do whatever it is you need to do To make sure that you're paying your bills on time Mm -hmm. That's,
1: listen That part right there about paying it when I have it It's really, you're right It's really adjusting your mindset, right? If my bill is due (coughs) I see people do this The bill is due on the 7th of of the month They have the money in their account Let's say 15 days before, I ain't paying it that early. I'm just going to wait until the 7th. Pay the, who almost cussed. Pay the damn thing, right? Because <laughs> when the 7th comes, it's already paid. And you don't have to think about it. And if you get in that mindset, you know, then, you know, if you're running into an issue or something happens, you call the creditors and say, because then they can look at your bill and say, oh, she, she has been paying on time, blah, 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 blah. Um, And and tightening your belt. You, I, I've done this conversation before where I said in 2016, I shut everything down. Quit everything and just start it all over, right? Mm-hmm. And that required tightening a belt in a way, and I'm seeing the results of it now. But you know, I was like, "Oh, we have a whole life. We don't need nothing else. we live in just like you said. We're living in abundance. I'm cooking my food. I'm not traveling. I'm not doing any of those things. And we were able to do the things that we needed to do for me to move forward. Does that make sense? But people yes. don't want to the 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 idea of of making that kind of sacrifice. And a a lot of it Where our mindsets Won't change Rachel Is that we're worried
0: About what other people Would think We need to get that Out of our heads Yes So many of us Are living for someone else And we don't even realize We're living for ourselves A big thing That I teach these kids When I go in these schools Or whatever The difference between A want and a need Like we have a whole class on the difference between a want and a need. And I normally, at the end, stand up and clap for them. And I said, You're ahead of a lot of adults now who can't decipher the difference between a want and a need. Yep. yep. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? That's yep. really important.
1: Yeah. Really so, so important. I agree. So, what are we talking about today, my sister?
0: Today we're talking about, I feel like I hope I'm coming with good news. The uh, the Federal Reserve has not uh, increased the interest rate again, so we're doing we're really good as far as keeping the interest rates down. And what, what normally happens is when the interest rates are down, the loans are cheaper, your credit cards, those kinds of things are cheaper, and it encourages more spending, right? But that often leads to inflation. Right. We're talking about supply and demand here. Right. There's more money out here. So everything is going to be more expensive. Right. Mm -hmm. And so normally last year, they increased it a lot to kind of try to slow down inflation, try to slow down some spending, slow down some borrowing. Um, And so we were kind of just hoping that they wouldn't keep increasing it. And uh, they have kept it steady for a little while. So that's really good news But this is a great time to still. Put some money into a premium yield or high yield savings account to get those returns. Um, I mentioned, I think our last time together of how I got my statement from my premium yield savings account and how much interest they have put into my account all last year just from it just sitting in there. And so um, this is a great time. We're we're hovering around 4%, a little over 4% for good online or even in person savings accounts. Um, so make sure that you're taking advantage of that before they go down too. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so you know what's interesting to me So what's a good premium yield savings account Because all the banks are offering savings right Yeah So my husband and I uh, put some money into a particular savings account Just for ish and giggles And it sat there for almost a year with zero interest We took it right out And we're going to put it somewhere else. I, I was like yo 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 no 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 <laughs> no 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 we can't do that right So how does someone find a high yield savings account so
0: I I love the credit unions, but I also love uh, um, the online savings accounts as well. Um, the online savings accounts often are able to give you a little bit more because they don't have to pay for these buildings, right? They don't have these expenses, mm-hmm. right? And so um, there are multiple websites. There's Bankrate. Um, dot com. There's NerdWallet where you they, they'll compare all of the uh, interest rates for you across the banks. If you say, hey, just tell me all the credit unions, tell all me right, all so, the online. So wait, wait, give me the give me the things again bankrate.com and nerdwallet.com uh two of my favorite sites I'm, I'm on constantly <laughs> um yeah. so they'll give you the current side by side comparison for the interest rates they'll tell you is there a minimum um to to be able to get this full rate is there a maximum they'll tell you all those things um but again your online ones or your credit unions are going to be able to give you uh the uh-huh. best rate there
1: good then we know exactly what to do cuz you know yep. if one of the things you have constantly said to people is make sure you have money in different places. Don't have your, all your money in one spot. Right. Um, and so that is that is a great idea. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add for us today? My friend said she said "All oh, this segment should be recorded. You know, all your segments are recorded. You can request the SoundCloud link,
0: right? Um, yes, I did find it. Okay. out. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah.
1: So when um, if anybody would like a copy of the recording, it's a link. Uh, you email me at alsanders at com or Nile Njax. I know, and I'm talking fast. Just when they call, give it to them for me, please. And request a particular link for a particular segment. We'll be able to get it to you so you can hear it or send you to uh, the um uh, where is it in SoundCloud? But some people don't sign up for SoundCloud. So I'll just yeah. we'll, we'll just get it to them um, as they ask, because a lot of this stuff is really, really good information. What else would you like to add for us today? Because, Lord Jesus, I feel like we're going into hell in a handbasket and people are watching their money and going, well, what should I take it and put it on my mattress? Should I take it and put it somewhere else?
0: Should I swallow my money in in a plastic bag and hope that it stays? Like, what should we do? Everyone, everyone, everyone needs to know their numbers. Mm -hmm. The anxiety is coming from you letting Jesus take the wheel and you're not in control, right? We feel out of control when it comes to our money. And one of the main ways that you can get a handle on that is, Knowing all of your numbers. Again, mm-hmm. take some time to write down all of your due dates. Mm-hmm. Take some time to write down, if you have credit cards. I guarantee you, your interest rate went up last year. 100%. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. And you may not know that. Go mm-hmm. in, look and see what your current interest rate is. Mm-hmm. Look and see how much they're charged. Make sure all of this is correct. Right. <laughs> Make sure all oh, of this right. is correct. Create what I call a little money journal. You know, and have everything all together Due dates, interest rates, total amount owed um, And make sure you're able to then build A a healthy and realistic budget mm-hmm. uh, Based on your lifestyle and based on your goals
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Mr. Sanders and I have that conversation There's some things I do, some things he does But we talk, what we do at the beginning of the month We go, did you pay that? Mm-hmm. Did you pay that? Everything paid? All right And he'll bring the stuff down and go, all oh, this is done So we stay on t- on track with our bills And the other thing we talk about is if we use our credit cards, that we don't just make a payment, we pay it off. So we don't overuse, overspend on the credit cards. We make the payment, just pay it right off, right on the spot, Um, that month when the bill comes in. So that's a, so you have to be very, very mindful, incredibly mindful about how you're spending. Because otherwise, you'll end up with a huge a, A-sung-sung bill and you're going, ah, got to pull money from somewhere to pay that because that's crazy, right? So it is... It is, it is also expedient, I believe, Rachel, if you're in a relationship with someone, to have the money conversation regular and often, right? Not in an acrimonious way, but say, babe, I'll sit with my husband and go, babe, all right, so I did this, this, and this, and this is why. And he'll say, okay, don't worry about it. We'll pull this, 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 and this and make that happen. But if you don't talk about it and the ish starts to build up and then all of a sudden there's a big old bill that shows up in it, and he's going, but wait. Or I'm going, wait, wait, what happened over here? We, in our nine years of being married and 14 years of being together, we have not once argued about money because we have the healthy conversation about this is what needs to happen. Can you do this? Can we do that? What do we have to do to make such and such happen? But in our relationships, we don't talk about it at all. People don't talk about money.
0: Yes, I just posted on Monday on my Instagram and on my Facebook about how couples should come up with safe words or or safe phrases where it says, hey, We need to break the ice to have this conversation about money and something that's funny, something that's interesting. And Maybe the kids won't know what you're talking about, or maybe the other couple that you're double dating with right now won't know what you're talking about. But you two know, hey, this is my anxiety is up. Something's happening here. We need to have a conversation a little later, maybe on our way home. But come up with a funny, comfortable, safe word to break the ice, to let your partner know we need to talk.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And when you're not in a relationship with anyone and you're just depending on yourself, have that conversation with yourself. Girl, now you know you can't buy that Louis Vuitton pocketbook on credit when you even even got the cash in your account to cover <laughs> none of these diggity dang things. Girl, don't do it to yourself.
0: Use all your safe words with yourself. All of
1: them. <laughs> Is them it necessary? Up. No. <laughs> um. Someone just wrote and says, does doing a balance transfer Lower your credit score You're doing a balance transfer From one credit card to the next Does that lower your credit score?
0: Um, Temporarily you may lose A a few points Small amounts Because it's going to say A a closed off account It's going to say A paid off account Right? And so Because you you pay off accounts It's going to You know But once it transfers back over Another maybe 30 45 days You'll be able to see That that money's on the other side now And the the points should uh, Should come back As you make the payments Mm -hmm. That was a great question
1: yeah, and someone says, "Good morning, Mother and Word family." The best way to build personal wealth is to is to uh, you what is to off yourself mortgage home equity. I don't understand that, uh, Joseph. Rewrite that for me, please, so I can understand. Um, he's saying something about is to something off your. We can't when you take- is,
0: is he trying to say pay off your mortgage for equal home, for home equity? I think that maybe that's what he's trying to say. Pay yeah. off your mortgage. Oh, the, maybe. Okay, maybe it's funny because I I am on the process this year. I will pay off my mortgage 22 years early Mm -hmm. and I am on the process of just documenting the journey. So because he's if that's what he's trying to say, he's Mm -hmm. absolutely correct. Like the the home, the cost of living is going up. And so a lot of people's equity in their home is going up, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you pay that loan down that that value of your home go up. That's a lot of equity that you'll be able to take advantage of. So, yes.
1: Absolutely. So when you take out the home equity loan, though, you got to pay it back. Yeah. So, you know, I would suggest to people don't take out the home equity loan unless you absolutely positively need to do it. Is there something going on in your home where the roof needs to be replaced and you can't, you don't have that kind of cash to pull out right away or your kitchen is falling down or something like that? And you know uh, when you take out that home equity loan, because remember, once you pay off your house, it's paid for. But if you take out the home equity loan, you got to pay it back. So you got to get a good interest rate for it and make sure you know what the diggity dang you're doing. Um, Because as we get older, don't nobody want to take out a home equity loan and have to pay that money back. Um, So only take it out if you're in dire need of of, you or needing it for using it. And I would say once your home is paid for the equity that sits in it is a great thing, because if you decide to sell you get top dollar for it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the condition that your home is in. So these are all great questions.
0: Anybody else have any questions on here? I just want to make sure. My rule um, of thumb is don't don't borrow from secure uh, loan to, to pay off unsecured debt, right? So secure is your home to pay off unsecured debt, like your credit cards and those kinds of things. I, pe- I see people doing that all the time. They borrow from the home equity uh, loan. They borrow from the a home equity to pay off their credit cards and do certain things. And I'm like, you shouldn't borrow from secured debt to pay unsecured debt because, you know, they're going to come get your home, but they, there's nothing they can do if you have credit card Tell debt.
1: Tell <laughs> the people. Tell the people. So, so when should you take out the home equity loan? Was I on target there then? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I um, I I think right now it's really tough because again the interest rates are high anyway. So yes, please yeah. do everything you can to not right. pay from your
1: uh, home The other thought question that we have is, what do you think about reverse mortgages? I heard Fanny Willis's father talking about it when they were in, uh, interrogating him last week. He was a lawyer in Washington D.C., had a beautiful home there, and ended up taking out a reverse mortgage and had to walk away from it. Is it a good idea to get a reverse mortgage? What is your thoughts about it? What are your thoughts about it?
0: I, I say no, because if I'm building equity in my home for my family, to keep keeping my family, that just, you know, I can't do that anymore because now it's a reverse mortgage. I basically told someone else that they can have my They've home. own your they, home. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's tough. I think that there's other ways to get around it. I think that uh, unfortunately, you know, those loans, those paperwork, That's like 60 pages. Most people are not sitting there reading through all that. They're not getting their lawyer. They're not getting having a family meeting where we read through all these terms and conditions. Unfortunately, most people have that. They do that out of shame. They do that secretly because they, they don't want to admit that they can't afford whatever their living expenses are at the time or whatever. And so unfortunately, Um, They they end up getting, you know, just taken for granted Because they're also in dire need And they're secretly doing it Um, But I'm against it I'm against
1: it And family members usually find out when it's way too late, right? They die and they think the house is left to them And another company comes in and sweeps in Oh, no, sorry, your mom took out a reverse mortgage loan Which means that she didn't have to pay anything back Once she dies, this house belongs to us, right? And so have the conversations with yourselves and with your parents about the 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 detriment uh, uh, of taking out a reverse mortgage, even though it may seem like the thing to do in the moment. And you also have to make it available to our family members that they can come and talk to us. I don't know what is this about our families, you know, in our Black families particular. I I'm doing it, you can do it too. I, I'm not paying for no 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 no, and you sitting on, on, on hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars and you won't support your family members because X Y Z name the thing here. But, uh, I, it, you know, whew. I tell my sons this all the time If you are going through something Don't sit there and, and let the stuff go into the ground Pick up the phone and call us That's why you have parents You are living on your own You're doing your best But life happens, right? And when life happens Don't sit there and go I'm so ashamed to pick up the phone and call X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z um, Because as your parents That's why we work so hard To make sure that if you run into an issue We can support you and help you but oftentimes when they come, I had a conversation yesterday with a young man who says, I called my father in uh, a few years ago when I said, I just need you to come. I know you're here and I know you give, you know, if I need money, you'll give it to me. But I need my dad. And father said, I gave you all that I have and I'm not, I don't have anything else to give you. And he's holding his father. Up with that He said he can give me All the money he wanted But he has not put anything Into me as a child And I, I can't stand him for it So I need you all When these conversations Come to me And I bring them to you That you understand That you have to have the You must treat Your children well And if you're sitting On a pile of money That you're waiting for God knows you can't Take it with you Right. And oftentimes when you don't plan properly, the government comes and takes it all any damn way. Mm-hmm. Have the conversations with your children. Sit down and talk to them about what it is, blah, 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 blah. And don't make them feel guilty for running into hard time, because guess what? Each and every one of us have run into hard times at some point or another in our lives. And can, times. Uh, right, And if we can break the cycle with our children, then that's what we should do. Right. Absolutely. Not not just handing them things because it has to be something that they absolutely need where they might be getting put out of their homes or whatever else. Then you stand up and you say, Okay, you, you come to me with this. What do you need? And we all work it out and make it happen as a family in our black communities. White people, shut your ears off in our black communities. We need to get
0: better at that. Yeah. And new please. solutions, new resources are coming up every day. So don't assume just because five years ago, this particular thing was your only option. No, talk about it today, because I may have information or resources or something where you didn't know this just happened. This is this just started. This is a new law. This is a new thing. This is a new. So I think it's really important to even if you had you feel like you had the conversation five years ago, anything you have pre pandemic, have it again, because it's yes. all new. This is a new world. It's yep. a new world. So, yep. I, was,
1: I, I was listening to my oldest son. I called, he called me, called me the other day and I said, who, you? no, I called him. He said, I said, who are you talking to? He said, my friend that lives in another state and we're, we're doing, uh, they're doing, uh, they're online and playing with stocks. Like, you know, like a, it's a play thing where you can try to, he's learning how to buy his own stocks in a way. Uh, he said, I have some things put aside, but I just want to see how, if I do this. And so they're learning how to do it. Fast forward uh, yesterday, Monday, a guy came to clean out the vents for the air, the dryer, right? The the vent was clogged up and the guy starts talking to him. He says, how old are you? He said, I'm 32. He said, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at your home. I'm looking at, and my son starts showing him all the, the, the things that he had been working on. He said, how did you learn this at such a young age? He said, I am 47 years old and I'm now just playing with stocks, trying to figure it out. And you'll figure it out. He said, man, I have parents. Who constantly had the conversation with us You know, this is what we do We're going to pay for your college tuition So you don't have to have all this extra debt Um, If you take out a loan that's on you Because we pay for what we need to pay for Uh, you, Right, so again, children If your parents are paying for your college tuition If they are able to pay for your college tuition And you go take out another loan That your parents don't know anything about God, may the Lord rest between you and that loan company Okay because it is a blessing and a privilege to graduate from college without any debt at all. And the way we struggle so much in our Black families, it is important that we have these kinds of conversations. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Lord. So, Fahim <laughs> says, I think the reverse mortgage thing just depends on your plans for your home. If you plan to live in the home until the end and you have no plans to pass the house on to anyone after your passing, they're probably the, those are probably the people reverse mortgages are meant for. Except the people that it's not meant for are all jumping on top of it. So... Please understand, if you want to leave a legacy for your family, a reverse mortgage is not the thing. Talk to your family and say, I'm older now. You know, I have extra bills. My sisters and I jump in to help our father without him having to ask. We know you're on a fixed income now. Let's figure out how we can support you. Right. So he never has to think about a reverse mortgage. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about, Rachel.
0: You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. 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 Again, if it's done in secret, if it you know that's that's dangerous. If it's done uh, high anxiety levels, you don't you're not you know yeah. you at your wits end. That's just not yeah. good to make those kinds of big decisions during that time frame.
1: And don't assume that your your parents have it all. Don't assume that because they're uh, uh, they are retired and they have X Y Z, you think they have X Y Z. Have the conversation with them. If they don't want to have it with you. That's on them, but at least give them an opportunity to talk to you about they might be running into trouble, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, because that's the first thing we did with our father. Okay, mommy is gone. I know you've got X, Y, and Z going on. Let's figure out. And we don't, he didn't have to ask. He cried. He cried. He said, my God, I'm okay. But the fact that I have children that says, all right, we know I'll give you this extra amount, that extra, so you can survive and you can thrive without feeling like you have to worry about anything is a blessing. Right. And so if you have elderly parents and you know something is going on, or if you don't know something is going on and you can do it, here you go. $200 extra a month. I can give you $100 extra a month. Anything else because the, the cost of living is going up and those, those, uh, in, those, uh, um uh, what do you call them? Social security checks only go up a, a little bit amount that never covers the cost of living. And if you have a pension, that doesn't change. Right. So we have to literally begin having these honest conversations in our families. All right, white people, you can open up your ears again. This is just for the black folk. <laughs> Welcome
0: back. Welcome back. <laughs> Rachel, how can people find you, darling? I am on Instagram At pep talks underscore And I am Rachel Hannibal On LinkedIn And on Facebook And rachelhannibal.com is my website To request mm-hmm. a one-on-one session A class at your church Your organization Your school I'll be there Sending a request And I'll be here Next month That's I want to talk right. about Legacy boxes next month So I'm going to put on. a pin in that. we talk honey. about Legacy boxes
1: Thank you my darling Always a pleasure Talk to you next
0: month